Hello, and welcome into the Ringerverse from the Ringer. My name is Mallory Rubin. And I'm Van Latham. Mal, before we get started, does anyone want to know what the Ringerverse is? The Ringerverse is one podcast feed with multiple shows on all things superheroes, nerd culture, and fandom entertainment. Instant reactions to new releases, theory breakdowns, fun takes on the latest news, and more. Whether you're a casual fan or an obsessive like us, our shows are worthy of all your fandom needs. So head to the Ringerverse and follow the show now on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience, so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Episode 14, The Challenge, Double Agents. I'm here with my best friend in the world, Dave Jacoby. We're half as close as... I don't know, Fessy and Corey. Corey and Jarrell, Fessy and Corey. Just name it Corey and somebody. We let's just start here. Corey, who I think is kind of a overrated schmuck in the challenges for the most part. Like he talks a big game. Whoa! He's got I'm kids. Bill. He's got kids. I got to get in there. I, I got to get in. I got to get my skull. And then he can't win any challenges and usually falls apart. And then when we get to the final, he always loses. So kids, when Bill. he was doing this whole, I got to get in there. And then it's like, I'm going against Darrell in the final. I was like, all right, Corey's going to lose. Corey won convincingly. I would say it was the biggest challenge moment of Corey's career, other than maybe like engineering, getting bananas thrown out of the whatever five, five, six years ago. Yeah. I would say this though, and again, I'm skeptical about pretty much everything. I think the producers knew the matchup. And I think everyone knew the matchup because Big T did not wear a wig, which was a huge telltale sign. And I think the producers were like, what can Corey win against Jarrell? And they literally looked at their entire list and there was one potential elimination that he could possibly win. It was a speed one. Nothing to do with strengths, nothing to do with brains because he can't outwit or outstrong Terrell. So they gave him the one he can win. I didn't even know what that challenge was. We Because we had seen versions of that, but it always ends up with somebody pulling the other person yes. in an endurance thing. This one was basically just Usain Bolt against Carl Lewis and who can get to the finish line. Who can, yeah, it was like a, a tiny slalom and then a run and a dive. Before we talk about how it changed Corey's legacy, we got to talk about Darrell. Because to me, Darrell is Mount Rushmore, uh, the guy you don't want to see in a challenge. One of my favorite Darrell kind of uh, eliminations was it, was it was when he came back. It was in the mid-2010s, and him and Bananas went head-to-head in that one where it's like a football game where you wear the shoulder pads mm-hmm. and you kind of have to juke the other guy in the sand and then get the ball in the garbage can. Yeah, and Darrell beat him with nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's an American Gladiators event. Everyone over 40 this knows exactly what I'm talking about. So Darrell was like, you watch that, you're like, wow, this guy, this is everything you want from a challenger, right? He can, 
He's got endurance. He can do events like this. I didn't realize he was so freaking slow. And, then, and this yeah. was like the hidden challenge secret that Darrell is super slow and that he's basically running a 4.940. So I agree with you. I think they rigged this. It was the one, mm -hmm. like if they had done that garbage can thing, he beats he beats Corey 100 times out of 100. If they did hall brawl, same thing. Whatever, you name it, where it's physical, whatever, this was the one thing he couldn't beat him at. Yes, and I think that, and I, I think that the whole entire cast knew what the matchup was going to be going into it. I think the producers knew the matchup was going to be going into it, and the stupid editors tricked me into thinking that maybe it would be this person or that person, but it was going to be that. And I think the producers gamed it so Corey would win because they've seen Darrell win four times, four out of four. Corey needs to get there, and I think that supported their narrative, and I'm here for it. But I would say this is a, a good Darrell performance because he had the moment of the episode to me was when Leroy. Leroy is just so perfect and honest that it's working against him now. He goes up to Darrell. He's like, listen, I just want to be up front with you. Like, I know we're good friends, but like the way this worked, I kind of have to vote for you. And Darrell's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm taking your partner. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Do that. It's like, like Leroy wasn't expecting this counter. Like Leroy's just so genuine. He's like one move ahead on the chessboard. Darrell's like, cool, you're going to vote me in? Great. I'll take your partner and win the final. So hope I don't win. And you could see the look on Leroy's face. <laughs> Where you could see the fucking wheels turning, where he's like, "Oh shit, I didn't, yeah. I didn't factor in this piece." Oh no, for Leroy, he's just such a good person. He's not, he doesn't think in these conniving ways like I do. He was just like, "There's no counter for him. There's just honesty," and he really felt guilty. He was carrying this guilt, and, and for his own sort of like help, he wanted to unload the guilt on Darrell. And Darrell's like, "Cool, you can do that." great. I'm glad you told me that, but I just want to tell you that if you do that, then I'm taking Casey. And and Leroy just sat there like, oh. It was Leroy. Leroy, I think, has thrown a no-hitter this season. I don't know how many uh, limited, how many daily challenges he's won, but it's either three or four. He's been the best, I think, performer for the males start to finish. He's been the best strategist. He's mm -hmm. been a step ahead of everybody this whole time. He's playing the politics the right way. He's turning against people at the right times. This was the first time he screwed up because he really loves Darrell and who doesn't love Darrell? But he felt like, ah, shit, I gotta, I gotta tell my guy what's really going on. And then Darrell flipped it on him and put real doubt. It was, it was, it was a classic <laughs> veteran move. It really was. It was a great, it was a great move from Darrell. It was the moment of the episode to me. And I think that while there's, it's not a coincidence that like while Leroy has Cam being his caddy, that he's playing the best social game he's ever played. Like I think Cam's role in Leroy's success this season can cannot be over appreciated. So we go into the uh we'll just start with the end. Um the third tethered event that we've had in 14 episodes where the final challenge is something with poles and people having to run around the poles. And it, it's like there there's other things we can do, guys. Like <laughs> We can do a hall brawl. We can do the garbage can game. We could have we could do the pegs where you have to where, or the thing where yeah. you have to climb the wall and punch your fist through and try who can get up faster. There's some classics that we haven't brought up and yet we've done this thing three times. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it, it always these tethered things, this one was didn't, but normally they end up with just two people like lying on the ground just pulling against each other, which isn't great television. No. You know, like you kind of have to ask yourself, like, what's the best thing that could happen? In this event, the best thing is they both dive for it. They both hit at the same time. TJ has to go to instant replay. And like like an NBA game, they have to like go to the, the table and figure it out. That's probably the best case scenario. Not that good. Hall brawl, best case scenario, someone literally dies. My favorite version of all of these, I thought we thought this was going to be a double elimination. 
And I was mm-hmm. ready for the hall brawl where somebody's the running back and somebody's the offensive lineman oh. and they basically pound oh. each other. I just don't think this was, I thought this was the worst elimination challenge or one of the worst they've ever had. It was over so fast. I didn't really understand the rules. All of a sudden, Corey was jumping for the buzzer. I'm like, what's happening? I like, what happened to the part <laughs> where they're they going to pull for 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it I was best two stop. out of three. Like, yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I think they rigged it for Corey. Uh, going into it, Corey said, I don't know if you know this, he's doing it for his kids. <laughs> he started crying too. And then he did the, it's time to put up or shut up. It's like, all right, Corey, you're going to lose. This is, your, this is your seventh time to put up or shut up, to yeah. be honest. Here's the thing, because they don't show the records, I now look them up during the challenges. Corey was six and three in elimination, setting into that one. Now he's seven and three. Huh. Wouldn't I guess I that? Have, I would have guessed the inverse. Yeah. And then uh Darrell was six and two heading into those with the with one of the two losses being the ridiculous one against Tony when he pushed Tony off that kind yeah, of rotating thing like into the water, but somehow, him. yeah, Darrell's sneaker like went in first by a split second. So Darrell's been lights out. And uh, and so they're going in and Corey goes, I think it's important for my legacy. It's like, what is your legacy? What are you, like Michael Jordan? What are we doing, the last dance about Corey? Where, where, what legacy? His legacy is hooking up, hooking up with multiple people over the course of a season. His legacy has a lot more to do with what happens between the sheets than what happens in the elimination. His legacy was when he was trying to run bananas out that year and bananas got mad, got mad about it. And he said something like, if the challenge was just about hooking up with women, Corey would win every year. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's not. Or he said something the challenge like that. should be a lot more about hooking up with women, though, <laughs> in his defense. So he loses to Darrell. And Darrell... I felt like he was ha- he had a little bit of a senior moment. Reminded me a little bit of of us at USC, probably the third year we were playing when when my pickup game really started to go. And yes. there's rebounds in the air, and I'm like, I should get that rebound, and my legs just don't work. And I watch somebody hand, jump over me and get it. Just comes and yeah, I was like, yeah. hey, that rebound's right there. I should get it, and I can't. <laughs> and I felt that. And didn't you feel that in Darrell's eyes? Like maybe it's time for me to move to the senior tour, which is oh. we're going to talk about later on Paramount Plus. After he lost the first one, he was like, hey, Corey, slow down a little bit. Like, he was like, oh, that's admitting defeat. He knew he had no chance after being dominated in the first one. It was over. It was tough. It was over. TJ gave him the best farewell I think we've heard from TJ in a long time. He, It was like, Darrell, you're an unbelievable competitor. You're one of the all-time greats, blah, blah, blah. You had a hell of a season. Take care of yourself. I didn't know what, what to, it almost like he knew too that, that Darrell was probably gone. It was like a Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was tough. It was like, it was like, whoa, dude! Like, I'm not, I'm not dead. This is a eulogy, TJ. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you're indicating that I'll be back on this, but you're kind of indicating that I'm like gonna die. TJ put on a gold NFL Canton blazer. Yes, <laughs> Darrell. Right? Yeah. And then Darrell says to the camera, "These challenges are a lot harder than they used to be." You think? Um, no. They're actually not harder. They've been the same level of hard for 10 years. You're just in your 40s now. That's yeah, that's, that's what fair. really happened, Darrell. Sorry. Uh, all right. So go on, and we'll get into some of the other drama then. But going backwards, the show starts. Fessy did this weird thing where he pretended he still cared about Anissa. Fessy just every... Now that Josh is gone, we don't really have a lot of villains. Fessy's done a nice mm-hmm. job. Kyle realizes they're going to vote him and Anissa in. And uh, and he goes, me and Anissa are looking like snacks. 
which I liked. I about it. basically, they want to take his skulls. Cora's like, I want a house vote. He tells Anissa, let's do it. So they go to the underwater challenge. Leroy turns on Kyle, votes him in first. We see Kyle and Anissa. Um, you're thinking this is going to go badly. They have to dive underwater. We know yes. somebody's going to panic and possibly drown. They have the divers. They, this is basically an event rigged so they can go to commercial as somebody seems like they're drowning. They're about to die. Yes. Yeah. They, they didn't like, have, like, I, wanna, I was really curious about the air tag technology because I've seen scuba diving before. They right. didn't have like a true air tag. They had like some sort of like thing you had to like hold. I don't even know what that was. I don't know. I what didn't that understand was. it either. Somehow Kyle and Anissa pulled it off. Corey's next. We find out Corey can't dive underwater because some sort of childhood trauma that apparently he didn't relate to Big T. He <laughs> swims down like the fish she is, gets yes. her three rings, turns around. Corey's, Corey's gone. He's just bobbing in the water. He's like, yeah, yes. I can't actually do dives. Like, when I was a kid, one of my friends tried to drown me. Like We all kind of dunked each other underwater, but it sounds like one yeah. of his friends like, really tried to drown him. Yeah, like who is your friend? Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, <laughs> like who does exactly. that? Was he like, a serial killer? Dunk each other's heads underwater, but who dunks and holds? <laughs> that is not a good friend, Corey. Not your friend. So Corey, zero challenge wins this season. He needed to win this challenge. DQs. I wrote in my notes, he's like a high NBA lottery pick who can't shoot. Little did I know what was going to happen later. Uh, we had Amber B almost drowned. Yeah, she they had the like medical yeah. medical intervention. Like the guy had to like jump in and like save her from drowning. And you can see Darrell kind of processing that piece too, where he's going, "Oh, anything in the water and the challenge, mm -hmm. I'm screwed with this yeah. person." So you wonder if he started to almost think about heading home to the kids right there. And then Fessy, him and Nani jump in. He kicks her in the face, knocks her <laughs> air thing out. <laughs> and, I forget, and, that was the best part of the episode. He's so dumb. He dunked and kicked her. Are the same person. It's like, hey, it's like one, two, three, go. First thing you do, kick your partner in the face. And then or later, Nani. it's like, then it's like later he goes, you know, Nadi didn't come through in the challenge. Like, yeah, you donkey kicked her right in the face. <laughs> in the face, dude. And this is the same Nadi who had John try to grab her rope when they were on the boat. It's just yeah. like Nadi's just been just getting just just got bad partner luck. Bad Tough partner one. Luck. So that happened. Then we had CT and Cam. They did it. They struggle with the puzzle. They cut to CT in the confessional, who just seems like he's aging a year every episode. He now looks like he's 62 <laughs> every, years old. Every, every different interview output, yeah. And he goes, I'm starting to wonder if I made the right decision with Cam. So they're setting that up. You know, At that point, you know the big T re reconciliation is coming. Leroy and Casey crush it. Mm -hmm. The Cinderella story for Leroy continues. And you think they're going to win. No, they do the swerve. Nope. Anissa, Anissa Kyle win. Anissa cries like she just won the Best Actress Oscar. Yes. Like real emotion from her because she probably knew she was headed out of the game. Kyle comes back in. He's taunting everybody. He's doing the... Stone Cold thing. Steve Austin. Do you think you want? It doesn't matter. Or the, the Rock. It doesn't matter <laughs> who do you what you want. Who do, you, who do you want to go in, Corey? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you want to go in. Leroy's panicked. We have uh, we have the worst cocktail party we've ever had. We don't see a single oh, drink. No. We see toast. No toast. We see strategy. I've Can decided. We get Leroy. That Leroy moment was good, though. Yeah, but it, it could have happened in the house. I named uh, I named the lounge that they have this oh. cocktail party and I came up with a name for it. Oh, good. You know, I love titles. The mocktail lounge, the mocktail lounge. Yeah. They might not really be serving booze in there. There's nothing fun about, about the lounge. 
It's like when so, when your kids are at a party and they're like, "Can I get your kids a cocktail?" And like cocktail? No, my my daughter's seven. It's really a mocktail. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fun. Oh, I'm holding a drink. Like the maraschino cherry on it's top. Like, and oh, everything. look. Oh, look how yeah, fun but, my mocktail also, is. Whenever that happens with my kids, it always gives me like a candy cigarette vibes. It's like, maybe I shouldn't be enforcing this because you're like at a bar and they're like ordering drinks, and like giving, right. giving cheers and stuff. And nothing fun happens in that. It looks like the Epcot Center, except it's like Epcot Center minus all the booze and minus all the rides, just the crowds and the boring conversation. Well, that's the mocktail lounge. The mocktail lounge, lounge, it's like, hey, let's uh, let's go over to a room that doesn't have a bartender. We'll talk some strategy. Can There's we do no some music? music? No, 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 no music. So what do we do? So we conversate. So it's like the living room, but not the living room. Like, exactly. Mocktail lounge. Mocktail lounge. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. We find Nani regretting that she teamed up with uh, Fessy. Fessy. No team chemistry. Who does Fessy have chemistry with? But who's like, like it, it, when you you downgrade from Josh? Like, how do you do that? How do you downgrade from Josh? I don't know. Darrell and Leroy have their conversation. We see no liquor. We see no alcohol. There's no drunken van ride on the way home. No one's even making snacks in the kitchen afterwards. Nothing happens. So they do the house vote. Darrell and Amber B get voted in. And then Kyle wants to vote in CT and Cam to go against them, which I thought Love was it. brilliant. Kyle is like, he's like the, 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 the joker. He's just like, he's like, the, and he's just like, why? He's like, who cares? I want right. to see it. <laughs> you know, it's just like, all right. He's cool, got this man. crazy smile on his face. Yes. He's saying he's he deserves so much. It's like the last person you want to live with, but the first person I want to cast on my reality television show. Then the elimination happens. Darrell gets sent home. And I didn't think about this or realize this until this happened, where I'm like, oh my God, we could have a CT and can and uh and big T re- reconciliation. Yeah. This is now in play. Holy shit. So Corey steals Cam, which you knew he was going to do, and CT gets Big T back. I I felt like he handled it correctly. I think no. Big T, I thought Big no. T 
BT was batting her eyelashes at him again. I feel like they're back. You don't think so? No. You you don't don't listen. It was like two episodes ago. Remember his apology outside when he went to her and he's like, "You'll Terrible. never be able to win a final." And then later he's like, "Who do I want to run the final with? You, Big T. Everything I just said about you four days ago, I was just kidding." That's not true. No, no, no. That's not the move. No, the move is I said that to you because I knew it would light a fire under you. (laughs) No, no. Amber (laughs) B is the move right there. You take Amber B. She's the only thing that gives you a chance. Um, One more important thing happened. I don't know if you caught this. TJ tells everybody, all 10 of my skulls have been given out. Yes, yes, I did. (laughs) Now he's using my for the gold skulls. (laughs) It's it's his final. It's his gold. TJ it's just. Elimination. He's like Donald Trump. He just owns everything. I, I support it. He's really running with it and taking ownership over the every aspect of the show. He, I, also, a great CT line was, "You can't drown." Sorry, he's apologized <laughs> to the contestants because he wouldn't allow them to drown. Right. <laughs> and then TJ line. Yeah, it, yeah, it, just, yeah. it made me really think. Like, what led to him saying that? You know what I mean? It's like, so what happens if we're just underwater and we don't want to quit? It's like, well, I'm sorry, you, you can't drown. Yeah, right, you're not, not actually going to drown. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if you drowned it. I just don't want the, you know, the insurance to go. Up. I wonder. I feel like TG uh, TJ had like a new inner council heading into this season where he's like, I need to bring a couple new wrinkles to this, mm. and so mm-hmm. he got like a new agent. Got a new manager or new consultant, whatever. And they were like, all right, first of all, yeah, dress like you're in a Fast and Furious 9 movie and you're like the European villain. So let's do that. A little Um, shady crew twist. Tilt your head down a little bit so you look a little more evil every time they bring you in. Insist on riding the helicopter, (laughs) (laughs) even if it makes sense or not. And then pretend that you own everything in the game. You own the skulls. You own the challenge. Hey, he's, he yours. should call it my house when you guys go back to my house. Like, what are they going to say? <laughs> there should be his family pictures on the wall. <laughs> and they should make it TJ's house. Like a little welcome mat, but just yeah. put some BMX bikes that hung up on the wall and stuff. Make it really feel like TJ's house. Just don't own his own the lounge because nothing ha- nothing fun happens in the lounge. Power rankings: Leroy and Casey now clear number ones. I think heavy favorites. I think they're like minus three hundred favorites. If, if Leroy doesn't win this, I'm I I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's it is so set up for him. And he said, "Wait, Leroy said this is my last, my last season." It's like Leroy. Do you know how many times I've heard that before? I know. After that, so we got Corey and Cam, CT and Big T, and Fessy and Nani. I think they're all kind of like vying for the number two spot. I don't really like any of those teams yeah. to w- to actually win the final, unless. It's it's the AFC. It's the AFC. So yeah. There's the Chiefs, and there's a huge gap, and then there's like three other three. Yeah. Other teams. Leroy and Casey, heavy favorites. Kyle and Anissa, no chance. And then Amber B is the rogue agent. So that's where we land. It looks like, I guess next week will be the last, the last one before the final. So it'll be a I female. Be, I thought it'd be double elimination. It would be this week, but they're they're getting another week out of this. So they got another week out of it, and they'll do the female thing next week, which it's I'm guessing will be. Big T and Amber. Yeah, because you think Casey, Cam, and Nani, and Anissa will all take care of each other. So mm-hmm. unless Amber B wins the event, which she can't because she's the she rogue she's agent, she's it. screwed. She's in it. And then it'll be Big T. So CT will be either, we're running the final with either Big T or Amber B, it seems like. Can the, the rogue agent can't be in elimination, though. 
And let, but they could also do the thing where they're like, "Hey, we've changed the rules." Make up rules, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, who am I? Who am I to think that anything that's happened in the past relates to anything that happens in the future? My fault. I completely apologize to everyone listening and everyone that's ever worked on the challenge. Um, all right, before we go, the challenge all stars, Paramount Plus. They announced it. They said it's going to start on Thursday, April first. That's close. Yeah. That raises the question: Do do we just keep going? <laughs> just keep do we stop? Do we just? It's been a highlight of my week. This has been a highlight of my week. Um, the I guess the big names: Mark Long, Alton, the greatest athlete of the of the two thousands for the challenge. Shefty just tweeted that Alton got signed to a four year forty million dollars to the Patriots. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. Ruthie, who was Love the first. Ruthie was the first complete female train wreck real world character in Hawaii where it was like, Oh my God, I'm actually worried for her safety. Yeah. She was one of the, she was one of the first like, Oh, you guys really need to like put a slate. The lawyer's like, you need to put a slate up at the end of the episode. of like numbers that people right. can call. <laughs> yeah. she, <laughs> she was like, she was the first time I was like, can we just go to black and then bring up some fonts with some numbers that people can call if they have some issues. Remember? I mean, this isn't even funny, but when she was bombed at one of those clubs and she hopped in a car and away. she drove off and they, and it was like yeah, the cliffhanger the episode like running her down. There's like a 19 year old intern, like standing <laughs> oh in front of the car about to get run down by Ruthie. So I'm sure she's calmed down since then. Derek Kay, who has yep. never really left the challenge. And then Mark Long. I think he who, does he does challenge podcast now, right? Yeah, he he's, he's good. We yeah, like shout him. Shout to him. Yeah. And then uh Mark Long, who said he was retired. But uh so they have who all the hung, pictures. Hung with, once hung out within your backyard. Yep. Okay. Yep, on. there you go. That's right. We have pictures of Mark Long. All right, so I'm gonna go through <laughs> the other ones quickly. These are people I have literally have not thought about in 10 to 15 years. Oh, I think about these people all the time. Ace from Real World Paris. He's back. He was never good oh. on the challenge. Alton, we mentioned. Anissa, who now, I guess, just <laughs> immediately graduates to the senior tour. Uh, yeah. No questions asked. Orissa from Real World Las Vegas, which was uh, Alton's season, which was basically the season that uh, that was Trishel and Steven. There were so and- many stars on that season that like Orissa didn't really shine, and nor do I really think that she belongs here, but whatever. Beth, the most uh, probably disliked female challenge person we've ever had, was a real villain there for years and years. Her her season was Cam- Camilla is so upset that you said that. She's Camilla. Oh, that's fair, She's man. Like, yeah, Camilla's I guess Cam- just like I mean, come on. She's like I worked so hard for this title, Bill. But Camilla at a couple seasons was like relatively liked, right? Like she was hooking Camilla's up with bananas up one year. Yeah, she's up and Camilla's down. Beth, very up and down. Beth was Beth hated every down. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's consistently down. Yeah. It's so it's funny. Her season was 1993. That was almost 30 years ago. God. Darrell is another one who graduates to the senior senior tour. It's probably mm-hmm. time. Big Easy. Gotta bring him back. Yeah, yeah. We need to see more Big Easy. Derek K. Uh Jemmy, who looks a lot different. Love Jemmy. Uh, Gisela, who I gotta be honest, was one of my favorites back in the 2000s. Forgot about her until yeah. she was reannounced. I was like, oh, yeah, Gisela. Yeah. yeah. And then next is well, next is one of my favorites. John A. John A is back. Tough. No, no relation to Stephen A, but John A is back. Tough run on the challenges with her. Falls in love with Zach. Zach. <laughs> Yeah, like then comes then comes back point. for two more challenges. Yeah, and it's like she's like she like have a house at some point. Yeah, she's like <laughs> she's like I'm basically homeless, but I'm yes. not. What? Uh, and then Zach was just uh, incredibly mean to her. Two straight challenges. Um, so there you go with that. Katie, 
Katie, uh, Katie Doyle, now Katie Cooley, apparently. Um, I'm guessing she's mellowed out. Kellyanne Judd, one of your favorites. Who was another one who was very disliked by the other girls. Certain girls just send off don't like me vibes. And I think she was one of them with the other girls. Um, Kendall. No idea. Do you know how much time I've spent watching and thinking about this franchise? I don't know who Kendall is. Was she in that, the pizza schmitza one? I'm trying to think of who Kendall is. San Francisco is what I'm thinking of. It says she was in the Inferno. I, I honestly don't I remember no that idea. one. No idea. Shout to Kendall though. One of my favorite succession characters. <laughs> right. Maybe too. Yeah. I barely remember Latarian. Don't. Mark Long. Nehemiah, okay. who was Nehemiah always disappointing in the challenge, right? He's back. Ruthie. Cyrus, another one who Cyrus, was consistently legend. disappointing in the challenge. Legend though. Yeah. But such a legend. When was the last time you thought about tech from Real World Hawaii? Because he's in this. There was a point in my life where I thought tech was like the ideal human being. I was like, he is the coolest person on the planet. He was hosting. Remember, he went from one of the very few to go from real world to like now a VJ. Back when being a VJ was like a really good gig. And I was just like, wow, tech is going to be a superstar. This man's going to be in my life on my television screen for the rest of days. And uh, that's not how it played out. I'll go further. Like 2002 range, you would have been like, is this guy the next Arsenio Hall? I might believe it. Yes. Yes. He was the coolest person I'd seen in television during that like five-year gap. Trishel, She's involved. Trishel. Be interested to see how she looks. And then Yes Duffy, who yes. I have not thought about in a long time. <laughs> I have not thought about Yes. So out of everybody we just mentioned, biggest disappointment who's not involved? Oh, um, bananas, West. Like the, when you say challenge Rushmore, like I need those big names. I need big champions. If you look at this list, um, Alton one win, Darrell five wins, Derek three wins. Like there's not a lot of like big winners on this list. This is more like the challenge redemption or the challenge OGs than to challenge all stars. This doesn't say all stars to me. Yeah, it's the equivalent of if they did the NBA version of this, and it's like we have Vince Carter. You know, Kenyon Martin and Sam all people Perkins. who never want to tie. Yeah, all people. Like Detlef Schrift. Sam Perkins is here. Like, what? How do you get, what? Huh? And then it's like Travis Best. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little odd. I was, I think like the biggest ones that I missed are like, they could have gone Amaya. Remember her from way back when? Real World Hawaii. I remember Amaya. Yeah, of course, of course you do. Of course you do. Yeah. She is impactful. Um, there's a couple people from like that real world New Orleans era. Um, the first one, not the second one. And you know, that I, the, my biggest disappointment and you're going to be mad. You didn't think of it was Jen with two ends. Well, they could do a, the challenge season, Jen with two ends and I'd be in it's like just, just Jen with two, Jen ends. With two ends is, I think has been lost in history as one of the great characters they've ever had on the show. The other one I, I know, Paul, Paula Walnuts not being on was another well, one. Well, I think I was that we know why she's not there. It's not exactly a surprise, but I think Cara Maria, Abram, I think Abram is always good television when you can get him, you know? Yeah. And of course, you know, handsome Kenny, but you know. yeah, Kenny, Kenny has been yeah, banished from not, the franchise, yeah, but yeah. So Jen with two ends was my biggest disappointment. Yeah, and I am upset that I didn't think of that. I, I would have loved to have gone down the road of slowly being attracted to her again, and then my wife yeah. kind of sensing it. And <laughs> and then, some couch sofa resentment. Yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah, sofa course, resentment. Yeah. I just would have been oh, really, really fun. Good. Um, really good. All right, so we'll be back. It looks like we have two episodes left. Yeah, it feels like. No, they split the final two. 
They always do. They do a cliffhanger and then do the second half of the final and the final episode. Good point. Don't drown, Jacoby. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I won't, buddy. You're my best friend. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.